This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. What's the latest? Latest and greatest. 71 and sunny right now. It's going to be like 88 today again. Yeah, I'll take it. A little humid there yesterday, didn't you think? It was pretty fun. We broke out the slip and slide. My oh, yeah. nephew Ike came over, and then we next leveled it by grabbing the Costco-size uh, Dawn dish cleaner, and we poured that all over the slip and slide, and we made it so epic. So did anybody break a leg or anything because of you? Uh, well, it's still pending. We'll find so out. Well, they'll, they'll find out once they go to the doctor. We'll find out if it's broken. It's a nice touch. Now we got to start the show with something because of Brittany. She's a massive pain in the ass. As you know, she brought something up to me and now I can't get it off my mind. This is your fault. Uh-oh, what? First of all, cheer up for Christ's sake. I'm not uncheerful. Here's like every day I come in and she's like... Uh, I was like, hey, Tom, all this stuff, all nice. Come, uh, and then if I sit and read quietly, you're like, what's the matter with I you? I thought you stopped drinking. <laughs> I did. Why, why are you hung over every morning? I even brought my own drinking? mug today. Ooh, what does it say? B just for B. Brittany? Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the one? The ones we got? No, this is oh, just this, my oh, own mug. Oh, so you have lots of mugs with your name and initials on No, just one. Two. Why? What do you mean two? Well, it's not a mug. The other one's a, like a water glass or something. Oh, the one that they gave us? The one they gave us. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one says Brittany, yeah. That's pretty damn cool. I'm pretty important. It was very, very nice. Now we got to spend some time uh, on, on talking about werewolves. Because of Brittany, it's her fault. <laughs> I do like this story. But I think it is important to get to this. But i got to mention one thing before we start talking about werewolves and what yeah. you would do if you were the neighbor. Yeah. Liz Truss said Monday, now former British Prime Minister Liz Truss is who we're talking about here. Former okay. British Prime Minister Liz Truss. Liz Truss said Monday that she didn't find the running joke about a head of lettuce lasting longer than her reign as UK Prime Minister. <laughs> now, if that, that were, was funny. I thought I would think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. You know, God, come on, lady. You were the prime minister, for Christ's sake. You're a big shot. What do you care? You're only there for 44 days. So what? She must have found it a little <clears throat> bit humorous if she brought it up. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe. Unless she's just whiny as hell. That would be really weird to bring it up <clears throat> and if you cared a lot about it, because then it's not going to go away. Well, that's ex- exactly right. But she did use one of my favorite words in the English language. What did she use? She said, the Daily Star, a British tabloid, had uh, bought a head of lettuce and begun a live stream making a show of whether it would outlast Truss's tenure, and it did. I don't think it was particularly funny. I think it's puerile. Ah, puerile. Uh, you don't hear puerile very often. No, you don't. You really, from now on, you will, though. Well, here, yeah, going forward. I just walked into Studio A, and it's puerile. That'll be my only word. I have, like, a word of the day calendar. That'll be That'll the only be word I use today. That'll be everything. Do you know the exact definition? I, I love definitions of words. You love words. Because they do tend to change. Yeah. I, I'm, t- uh, I'm just going to bring this up very quickly, and just to make sure that it still means the same. Because once in a while, the meanings change of, of things. Yeah, I just thought it was childish. <laughs> I think that's pretty much true, isn't it? Or juvenile, maybe. Juvenile, yep. Oh, that's the word? Okay. Yep, they said child is silly or juvenile. So it does mean the same thing we thought it meant. Yeah. So I don't know if it's child. It's kind of, she's got to admit it's kind of funny. It's, that a head of lettuce lasts longer than you do. I mean, that's why I say a part of me goes, she does think it's funny because she wouldn't have yeah. brought it up. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. 
I mean, honestly, it's, you're out. What the hell's the difference? Why be crabby about it? You, you're not coming back to be the prime minister, so let it go, right? You should be thankful. Just to have the open door for that one minute? No, just like, <clears throat> you don't want that job. Every job is better than that job. That job seems terrible. Oh, being the prime minister of any... Oh, God, being the president of prime minister? No, thank you. No, thank you. I must agree with you on that one. I would never... Oh, my God, can you... Ma- Although, if you're corrupt, you'd be really good at it. Yeah, but, <clears throat> like, you still... Even corrupt people, they got to work hard. Would well, you know what? Use nice sleep. Sleep is nice. I just told you, 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 you're still asleep sitting in that chair. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that, like, no, everybody no. wants to do all these work things. Work, work, work. I want a whatever... It's Brittany. What um, what'd you say? Do you know what's really nice? You have my pillow. My my pillow. <laughs> we put my pillow. We my my pillow. We put my head on my pillow. <laughs> oh, if I shut we'll my eyes too long, to I'm out. What? How late did you stay up last night? No, Gogo woke up at 1.30. Oh, well, there you go. So Uncle Tommy, thank you. Uncle Tommy was right. No, what? I'm not crabby. No, no, not crabby. You're okay. just lazy. Yes, and... lazy is all heck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> a whole different argument is all I have to say to you. I... Uh, yeah, and this this little monster, she's about to start walking here soon. So isn't that wonderful? It is pretty fun. Having little kids around is a, actually to tell you the truth. Having a little child around makes me like the human race more. Yeah, hands down. Don't you think? Oh yeah. Well, I I have this disease now. It's never. I've never been all that. You know, uh, I wouldn't say I walked around being all that cruel or critical. But even the small part about me that wants to be mean to people, I keep thinking, like, they have a mom and a, that love them so much. Yeah, so absolutely. much so that they got them to this point. And then I'm like, ah. Oh. All right, now, we're going to get to the werewolf in one second. Yes, I really I actually do like this story. It made me laugh this morning. You got to go after the, the – the, where, where did you find that story, by the way, the werewolf story? Is that Newser? Uh, nope. I found it on – I was just – I can't even remember. I was perusing, and it was one of those – Headlines. I was perusing, man. There's a woman. Did it, do you remember where she was? I don't even know. I, I know it's here in the States. I'm going to find it. Her neighbors are very pissed off because she has about a, what does that look to be, about an eight-foot It's nine and a half feet. Nine and a half, nine and a half foot werewolf yes. blown up in her front yard. It's been there since Halloween. No, not blown up. It's a statue. Oh, I thought it was a blow-up No, thing. it's a giant oh, statue. Oh, God. And it has a United Ohio. States, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. It has a United States flag for a T-shirt. Yeah. So it's patriotic. I think she changes the outfits. Oh, she does. I think I assumed so. I thought this was the Fourth of July, Luke. Now, wouldn't you guys? And I'm talking to all the listeners here as well. If your neighbor did that, put a put a werewolf statue up and put shirts on it, like change the shirts a couple times a week or whatever she does, wouldn't you go out of your way to ignore it? So she'd get bored and just eventually take it down? It would not impact my day. We have so no. many ugly things that people put in their yards. Oh, do you really? I mean, like, it's fine. Like, I don't care. Like, I, we're just talking about it. It's not like, you know, most things people have in their yards. I'm like, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Like werewolves or slip and slides filled with Dawn dish soap? Sure, like those. <laughs> you know how greasy well, my hair it got? smells good. You guys, my hair got so greasy, and I had to go to my talk. It looked like you could see your reflection in my hair. Sure. It was so gross. Um, but, yeah, that werewolf thing would not throw me off. I did find out just now. I just took a, a look. 
It's they've been dressing the werewolf in various costume to represent seasons and holidays. Well, of course. So it's festive, and they're going to get a big Hawaiian shirt and some sunglasses soon. I yeah. kind of like it. But don't you think? Hmm. Like I can guarantee you, where I grew up, okay, not in a particular block or anything, but that whole neighborhood. Yeah. If you tried to do that. Hey, what happened to that werewolf? I don't know. Just one day it just disappeared. disappeared. I don't know where your werewolf it went. Turned back into a human and went yeah. over to London. I don't know what to tell you. That's uh, what must have happened. It's a human again. Yeah. Wearing a United States flag t-shirt. I think the last thing you want to do to a neighbor like this is pay any attention to them at all. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Because once you start showing, I don't want that up anymore. Oh, now she's going to bear it down and she's really going to keep it up there. Yeah. Don't you think? She seems like a really nice Midwestern Ohio lady because her name is Mary Simmons. This is at her actually talking about oh, okay. what it would take to bring down the massive <laughs> werewolf. He's got a cable that, that pins him down to the back. And then the platform itself, it has pens in it. It's staked into the ground. So in order to get him out, we have to take all those stakes up and, and then take all that out. So, I mean, you really have to tossle him to try to get him to fall down. Yeah, yeah all that work, you know, I mean, got to pull a stake out of the ground. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that is... <laughs> See, that's my kind of lady. That's why I don't put up Christmas lights, because they would still be up. Like, yeah. I am yeah. so lazy about that stuff where I go... Huh. Uh, we've never even done a Christmas tree like that. Oh, really? You don't do a Christmas tree? I mean, I think we'll do one now that Gogo yeah, is a little yeah. older next year. Uh, but like, we, I'm, I'm, I'm a little like, uh, don't go on the extra stuff. A little lazy. Well, isn't that great news to have you on the show mm-hmm. with us? I'm lazy, Tom. I'd like to point that out. I do all the necessary things they oh, want me to do. Oh, I don't do. know about that. I go above and beyond. I write back our listeners. I love that. Like, I'm putting a werewolf statue. I'd be yeah. like her. I'd be like, that thing's in there for two years. Yeah. <laughs> you think it will just disappear one day, some like three o'clock in the morning? She's going to wake up at about six and no more werewolf. Although, how much does it weigh? Does it say? I don't know. It's nine and a half. Yeah. Feet. Yeah. She it's bought it from one. a hardware store. Yeah. They sell them at like Menards here in town. They, they do? do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Statues? Yeah, um, oh, I didn't know that. you can because uh, we do a giant Halloween display every year, and it was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah, and it, I, we I never really got into it until my daughter was about two or three, and then, yeah, I could see that. And then we started going for the gusto, and we made this thing. I mean, it was people would come from miles around to come see that display, and oh, then yeah. uh, and then yep. I built it up with an ex girlfriend, and when she moved out, she took like three quarters of it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the following year, people are like, "What's up with the display?" And I'm like, "That was so much work. I, I don't know so if I could... much well, work. So you yeah. wouldn't admit it that she stole it. I mean, it, most of it, I, half of it was hers, <laughs> yeah. and then she just decided to, you know, dig her paws into the friggin' Tupperware to <laughs> take out more than more than her fair share. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just not going to rebuild it. It's expensive. It's a lot of time. We still have a decent display, but not like what it used to be. Yeah, and like when you're when you're raising your babies, you do crazy things. Oh, like yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. I could see Kinley getting a kick out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And then she's like, I'm fine with us not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you grab the one she likes and you make sure you have that one, whatever, the snake or the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, meh. Oh, that tree, that Christmas tree decorating with the kids, though. That's where it's at. I'm, it I am excited. Yeah. I am excited because I remember doing that with my mom. And then I do have, I have my Santa bears. And that is a almost cult-like thing. Having they're from Dayton's. Do you remember? In oh, Dayton's? sure. Yep. So we have, we're like four or five short of having all of them, 
But that was me and my mom's favorite thing to do. And then I would invite the neighbor girl over, and we've set those up every year. So I can't wait to do that with GoGo. Is put on their outfits, where they're gonna go, all that. So I can, yes, I'm very excited about that. You know, to this day, 34 years later. Yeah. Well, I suppose it would be 32 years later because she was two. Yeah. Alex still gets on my shoulders to put the star on top of the Christmas tree. Still? She still does it. Oh, yep. my God. How tall is your tree? <laughs> oh, it's up there. Yeah. Well, not like the one we had in Golden Valley. That thing was about 20 feet tall, for Christ's sake, because we had a big atrium kind of thing. Yeah. So we put up this massive Christmas tree. Griswold showing up. <laughs> I know. tree, Clark. Because Alex, Alex is not short. She's, no, she's 5'5". Five, five, oh, guess, yeah. Like that. But yeah, she she still does. Gets on my shoulders, and I take her over. And and now I think, although I do remember last year, I had to do both Fawn and Sage too. Yeah, of they course. Had be, they had to be part of it sure. too, which is great. I love all these holidays. Like I said, just ignore the wolf. And one day, a bunch of thugs from the neighborhood are going to destroy it anyway. So are they? Won't and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that like you have to get in the mind frame if you if you let that bug you. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Just ignore it. Yeah. Because it's going to go away anyway. I do like the dressing up of the werewolf, though. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when I was in Vegas last week on Tuesday night, the uh, uh, the Golden Knights won the NHL Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, when I got to Vegas, I was running down the strip on my way to the club, and I'm across the street from Caesars, and they got that giant statue of Caesar out front. Yeah. They put a hockey jersey and a hockey stick in his hand, and oh. I was like, I, I dig that. That's fun. I love fun. that. Yeah. I don't know why I love that, but I love the idea. Mm-hmm. Of it. it's Christmas time, he's wearing his little Christmas yeah, outfit, right? a little Santa cap on. <laughs> are there? Are there? Na- I suppose there are neighbors you can't put up lights, right? The, the entire neighbor just we don't do that, and you can't do it either. I think that's only if you have an HOA. Yeah, well, Otherwise, yeah, exactly. I think it's whatever your city ordinance is, and I'm right. pretty sure that's rare. A city ordinance would care if you. Well, you wouldn't want to be happy, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's uh, any ones that are like super close to the airport that you have to. That seems stupid too. If like clip off the top of your Christmas tree on the landing, <laughs> like yeah, because <laughs> there's some of those houses that are like right next to yeah. the airport, mm-hmm. and you wonder well, maybe they have to calm down a little bit on the lights. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you a question because people get very touchy about that kind of stuff. And uh, is it the way you're raised or whatever? Because obviously Christmas is very very important to me, and I love it and all the rest of it. But I've said this many times. I love the fact they still put a menorah on Highway 100 right there by Minnetonka Boulevard because yeah. it's been there since I was a kid. I love it. I love seeing it. I watched them light all the lights, all yeah. the rest of it, day by day. Do people? Why can people only lock in on one thing? Why can't they enjoy everybody's holiday? I think most people do. I do wouldn't think care. Really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, I hope so. Yeah. I used to love my... I had a roommate who was Jewish, and we'd... She'd always invite me to Shabbat, and I loved it. Yeah, well, but then you told me that's why you moved. Yeah, right. No, I'm just... <laughs> I moved because of a boyfriend. It was the biggest regret oh, oh. I ever had. I loved living with Amy. Did I know him? Yes. I did? Yes. We'll have to do it all I think you've here. met, like, three boyfriends. Is that right? I've had a few boyfriends. Did I like any of them? You liked Justin when I was dating him. You liked Justin. I did, yes, that's true. But now... Now you're over him. Just uh, I'm over. <laughs> yeah, just now over. you don't like any of her boyfriends. <laughs> nah, none yeah, of them. Right. She's still all got the all hanging around. That I keep bringing into the studio. <laughs> keep bringing that them couch. Around. Don't sit on that couch. <laughs> um, I, in our neighborhood, a big thing is people 
pay to get their Christmas lights put up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they look really nice, but mm-hmm. I mean, I I think uh, I know Justin would rather. Die. There's two things he'd rather die than do is pay someone to do our lights or pay somebody to do our lawn. Lawn. Yeah. Yeah. He would choose death over that. Like he'd have to be full on, cannot move from the neck down before he lets anybody touch our lawn. I could see that. One of the things I will tell you about Joe Souchere that I've always enjoyed, and it was great being on their show, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. Just really, really nice guys, every damn one of them. But Souchere sent me a picture, I don't know how many years ago. But it was this house that's just, it wasn't a picture, excuse me, it was a video. Mm-hmm. There's this beautiful kind of mansion-y type of house. Yeah. And it is top to bottom, side to side. It's Christmas decorations. There are about 50 things on the front lawn. I mean, it's just, this guy spent forever. Well, his next door neighbor went and got a bunch of just lights. Not Christmas lights, but the ones that light up kind of look like yellowish. Yeah. Those lights. He made a sign with an arrow pointing to his next door neighbor's house. And in lights, it also said, Ditto. <laughs> See, that's how great how... is that? Boy, that was great. Uh, funny. No, no I'm, uh, I'm going to call a guy and tell him that you pissed all over his good idea. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to call him. And that's like a very much so Rudy idea. Like Rudy would be <laughs> like, oh, ditto. Oh, for sure. You are so. Also, he was ciphering in there. And I would do ditto to the ditto. I'd be like, and, ditto and to a the smaller. Ditto, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there we also go. I'll take ditto. that guy. Also, yeah. ditto to that guy. Yeah. I mean, that's good. But little, don't you think Ditto's funny? Oh, I think it's a hilarious. little amount of work I do. that gets that big, like, exactly. yep. That would be exactly how I'd want to roll. Love those guys. We got to take a break here. Be right back in a couple of seconds. Oh my all we God. do. All we do is push forward. I can't believe it. Holy <laughs> buckets. You see, we talk about Christmas and a day just flies by. Werewolf talk is my kind of talk. Well, that's very true. There's no getting around it. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge. Enjoy sunsets from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock all across the Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at, uh, here's what I love, Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer. I'm going to Brainerd in a couple of weeks, or about 10 days. I'm excited. Nice. It's cool to be excited, isn't it? It's super exciting. See, your summer begins, your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we have a new pontoon. <laughs> it says here Klingy. See, it they says write in Klingon. Klingon. They wrote in Klingon. All right, fine. See, it's not not true. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. That is very true. I became way more popular to friends and family when I owned a pontoon. And who doesn't want to be popular? Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake in a brand new Bennington pontoon from Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Miller Marine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world, as a matter of fact. That is a fact. And my friends at the Power Lodge brought Miller into the family. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. Do you ever Google yourself? Are you happy with what you find? Or is it cringy? Are you a business owner or on your company's marketing team? How do you feel when you Google your own place? What do you see? A non-updated social media page you don't even remember making? Ads for your competitors? An old-school website with outdated information? Hubbard Interactive can help. 
they can do it all for your business. They're a Google Premier Partner, so they can use search engine optimization to get your click results higher. They can build a 21st century website for you that communicates all the right things all the best ways. They've got a photo and video department to make your business look sharp, plus social media, influencer marketing, podcasting, and more. All the things that will make you a lot happier next time you Google yourself. Here's a Google search that you'll find rewarding. Hubbard Interactive. You can see all the marketing tools they've used on hundreds of successful businesses, including an extensive gallery of the great work they could help your venture with. HubbardInteractive.com. Building campaigns that connect. Ready, set, summer. Hi, Judd Zolgad here. You know, the unofficial start of summer, well, it's here. Whether you're heading to the beach, the ballpark, or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you are feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Join Livia's doctor-recommended program today and get eight weeks free. That's right, eight weeks for free. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. I lost 40 pounds on this program a couple of years back, and I'm going to tell you the most important thing. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livia are going to help you maintain weight loss. We've all lost weight, right? Inevitably, it feels like it comes back. Not with this program. It has done right by me, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to do right by you. Summertime is here, and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or visit LiviaLivea.com. Join today and get eight weeks for free. Again, 15 pounds or more lost by the 4th of July. Are you kidding me? Call 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program to years in a row. Check them out to lose the weight. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they taught you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Brad, Sean, this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Something just popped up on my screen, so I was just checking on it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it is um, sunny and 72 degrees, but there's an air quality alert again. What's that? Is there, there's more forest fires up in Toronto or whatever? Hmm. Or, over in, or down in Toronto? We're above Toronto. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, that's a good question. I have no idea. I mean, they've been saying that a lot, though, lately. Yeah. Even on days when there isn't much going on, they're like, it's an air quality uh, alert. Make sure to reduce your trips. I was like, if you, nobody's going really anywhere these days. It feels like... I know. I don't know about you guys, but traffic feels like it is not what it used to be. Love yeah. it. Love yeah. that for us. Um, I also laugh when they're like, avoid going outside... And I'm like, but like, how? How do I specifically right. do that? So I really don't change much. Then the last yeah. time that they said the air quality was really bad, I was getting my oil changed in my main car. And so I brought the convertible everywhere. And I was like, oh, my throat hurts yeah. all day. Two hour, like, you know, two different shows, just ugh, breathing it in. You know, Rudy, we're going to have to do a salute to Brittany show. Mm-hmm. And just come in and talk like this all my, 
Do you want me to have... (laughs) Tom, you're so funny. Yeah, that's what I want from you, no question. How about get a little more sleep there, sis? So how long was Go-Go awake last night? Just a little bit, like about 30, 40 minutes. I do remember going through that. That was a thrill. Let's see, I have to get up at 4 in the morning, and Andy just woke up at 1.30. I know, yeah. (laughs) No, it's not so bad. She... She go. She went back to bed, and that's what's clutch. And yeah, sometimes when she's got like those stomach aches or those mystery pains, yep. and you just feel so bad, our solution is always give her a bath. Our solution oh, yeah. in our house is if anyone's sick, they get they take a bath, including Go Go. And so down. yeah, like one a.m. There's been times where we're like I'm giving her a bath, and I like make Justin get up too because I'm so scared <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So then just all three of us are sitting in the bath, just kind of like. <sighs> <laughs> Not in the bath, but in the bathroom. Sure. But yeah. Hey, whatever works. Whatever works. So all we got to say to you, ladies and gentlemen, don't quite. God, there are a bunch of things that just pop. Something popped up last night, and I've been looking for it all morning, but I can't find it, so they're doing a pretty good job of pulling the story. Uh, what is it? It's a story about a surgeon out in California who I don't know why he did this, but they have it recorded, but I can't find the recording anymore anyway. He was doing a speech to all his other surgeons. Yeah. He was the head guy, apparently, or whatever. And he kept going on and on about how important transgender surgery was. So you have to understand how important this is. It's very, very important that we get this done and we have to do it right and blah, blah, blah. And he went on and on. And he finished with, um, look, I mean, you just got to gotta face it here. We make a lot of money from this. Oh, I see. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're doing transgender surgeries to make money. Oh, no. You're not to make people feel better or make them their, their, their real selves or whatever you want to call it. You do it because of the, all the money. you're. He just went on and on about how much money they make from mm-hmm. that surgery. How disgusting is that? Yeah. Instead of helping little kids out, let's push them into other things because I make more money if I do that. Yeah. I got nothing against that. You do, you do what you do. You are who you are. I got yeah. no problem with that at all. None. But these money-grubbing pig sons of bitches, I, I, it's unbelievable. He should be fired for what he said. Um, yeah, no, that's terrible. I'm definitely not getting my transgender surgery from that guy. Not I'll tell you there. that right now. That's, uh, you mm-hmm. horn I want an altruistic <laughs> approach. <laughs> I need my surgeons to be philanthropists before I whack my wiener off. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Why the hell would you ever say something like that in front of one other human being, not just a bunch of doctors, uh, some of whom are recording you on their cell phone? Why would you say that? Yeah, that's surprising. That's very surprising. But it's money, money, money. Everything's about money now. Money talks. Money, 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 money. I love that song. Some people got to have it. Yeah, I just, uh, I, but I cannot find oh. that. I've been looking for that story all morning. I can't find it. I have a hard time. There's a story that I was reading last night that I want to follow up on, but I have a hard time reading it because it makes my brain sad. Is the submarine that's. Oh, God. That went down. There's a submarine. It was like four people. Yep. And I think three of them were crew members, and then this like millionaire guy who billionaire, like, billionaire, two of them, um, to go down to you go on these little submarines, and they were exploring the Titanic, um, and it was how many feet down? Like twelve thousand feet down. It was down. way down, yeah. And it's just gone missing. It just went missing. And then last uh. night it was like they have about eighty hours of air left, and I'm yep. like. So I kind of like casually looked right now, hoping they'd be like, found them, everything's good. 
And I have not seen that, but that is a that's my nightmare. They're down to like sixty five hours now, aren't they? I think is what I heard. If I don't know if I would do that even no way with a hundred percent chance I'm nope. coming out because I don't think I do well. I got an MRI like four years ago and I did not react well you to like it. Being locked sure. in there. Oh, oh. <laughs> a lot of people are like that. I saw a guy one time, this is many, many years ago, I went to visit a friend of mine, and there was a guy, he's about 6'6", six, six, probably weighed about three bills, yeah. running down the hall with his ass hanging out, of course, because yep. he had the thing on. Yeah, his booty hanging out. He apparently was in an MRI and had such a panic attack, he ran away. It's like, holy Christ. Yeah. A guy that big running down the hall, like, whoa. And now imagine that you're in that little MRI with three or four other people under the sea. Like, uh, yep. dark. Yeah. They, yeah, they think it might have sunk to the bottom. That's oh. what their speculation yeah. is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two billionaires on board, but I can't remember their names. I, I, nobody I've ever heard of. Maybe you, you guys might have heard of them. I, no, I God, no. I, and I saw the name, and his stepson was like, yeah, I haven't heard from him. I did hear that one, too. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. that one, I don't know where he is. Yeah. Why are we not? I mean... He must have T-Mobile if he's not getting service oh, at 12,000 feet under, yeah. the, under the sea. Unless they go. think of sponsoring us in that case, we'll attack another company. Yeah, or Sprint. <laughs> we, it's interchangeable. <laughs> Why don't you guys have a meeting and go through this stuff before the show? How about no, that? We definitely know that T-Mobile... Uh, Listen, I've had I've been a T-Mobile customer for a long time, and they are fine if you are standing on top of a hill. Hey, Bernie, um, you can call T-Mobile and tell them uh, cancel. You know, can't cancel. Oh, you don't have service? Oh, do you have T-Mobile? <laughs> Gee, that's too bad. We just pissed that down our leg, didn't we? That's great. Whatever. T-Mobile. You know what? I might call T-Mobile now and go, "Hey, we just promoted the hell out of you this morning. Cough up." Yeah, come on. We're, let's do that. Let's have, let's have that approach to our life. Yes. Let's promote something Extort. and then try to blackmail them after. <laughs> I think that would be a very interesting it, business model. What would the blackmail be? Basically? I don't know. That's what we got to figure out. Oh, we got to like, figure that part yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, like I, I know there's, there's a way to make money here. I just, we're just doing it in a kind of reverse way. Um. I gotta ask you guys a question because, like I said, I don't watch much. When I'm walking in the house, I, I have the news on. Mostly, it's Channel Five. You know, Frankie over on Channel Four. Take care of him too. But um, last night, for some reason, and I don't know, I didn't pay much attention to it. The people on CNN and Fox were yelling at everybody they talked to. What is that all about now? What, what are they so pissed off? That one guy, what's his name? Chuck Grassley. Is that his name? Is that real? CNN. That's a real name? Chuck, I think it's Chuck Grassley on CNN, or maybe it's MSNBC, or I don't know what the hell one. He was interviewing some guy, and I don't pay attention to who these politicians are. You know, if they're in the state or in federal office, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Some people know every damn one of these senators. Oh, and yeah. They know all of them. I have no idea who this guy was. But they literally, it was on the screen, and I literally had to go over and pick up the channel changer. For five minutes, all they did is scream at each other. I mean, you're going to interview somebody and scream at them, and they're going to scream at you, and I'm supposed to watch that? It's weird, because I've never met a bad guy named Chuck. Every Chuck I've ever met, good guys, never yells. so right. Yeah. You know what, though? The great thing about that is the balance of the universe. I know a ton of Chucks that are assholes. Really? No, I just made that (laughs) up. I was like, trying to think if we knew any, like, mutual Chucks. I feel like you're right. Every Chuck I know is pretty lovely. Yeah. Chuck Grassley. I have to look this guy up because I've never yeah. heard of him. I, yeah, Chuck Grassley. I think he's. I think he's on MSNBC or, or CNN. One okay. of the two. 
I don't know, but all he did, it, well, both of them, all they did was scream at each other and got nowhere. Hmm. So I don't understand why you would want to watch something like that. Oh. But obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously it's working because if it's CNN, it's not working. Apparently, they got more trouble than they've ever had now. Yeah, I don't know. The highest rated shows nowadays are housewives throwing wine glasses at each yeah. other. Yeah. So right, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it's like a great time to be alive. <laughs> oh, you were talking about it as yes. a negative? Yeah. Oh, that was confusing for yeah, a second. Yeah, there you go. So did you find it? Did you find it? Was it Chuck, Chuck Grassley? Is he at CNN or where? Is uh, I did not find out. I just saw his face and was terrified. <laughs> oh, I didn't actually real, look into what he did. That's really, Whoa. really nice. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, that you've seen that I'm just before. saying, his. I, I get that he might be pleasant, but when he doesn't want to look pre- yeah. pleasant... That's not Chuck Grassley. And this guy looks like... Charles guy- Each. Oh, you know what? I had the wrong name. It's Chuck... It's the guy that is on him. His name is Chuck something. I was like, this guy's a yeah. senator. Was, it, was yeah. it Grassley that he was yelling at? Maybe. Could have been it. Grassley looks like a guy that would dig for oil and kill ducks. <laughs> oh, maybe. And no particular order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the ducks he kills by hand. Yeah. <laughs> so what, where is he a senator? Uh, dot, 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 dot. Uh, this said, well, he was born in Iowa. He is the representative of... Yeah, Iowa. In Iowa? Yeah. Is it okay. Chuck Todd? Is that who I'm thinking Chuck of? Chuck Todd is, yeah, yeah. Ch- uh, in fact, he may have been on this show once already. This Maybe. guy loves Iowa. He went to Iowa. He went to University of Northern Iowa. Who? Chuck Grassley. We're still, I love how we're always on three different subjects at once. It really this works. This guy well. couldn't the do flow, more Iowa things. The flow is brilliant. But to get back to your question, yes, Chuck Todd. <laughs> Eventually. Chuck Todd, yeah, Chuck Todd is the is. current moderator of NBC's Meet the Press. Okay, yeah, that is the guy. Mm-hmm. And all he did, like, and I can't remember who he, maybe it was Chuck Grassley he was interviewing, because it was some guy in the government, and he was an older guy. So I don't know if it was Chuck Grassley or not. I don't know who the hell it is, because I don't pay attention to that. All they did was scream at each other for about five minutes and went, I got to turn this off. Hmm. I mean, they got nothing accomplished. That's weird, because Chuck Todd seems like such an even-keeled kind of guy. Well, he wasn't last night, <laughs> no? I'll tell you that. I, I guess, <laughs> Holy crap. I guess the only time I ever see him is, you know, because he'll pop into the Today Show every once in a while. Oh, there, right? Yeah, but, huh. All right. So, I, yeah, but you have to understand something. I, don't, I can't tolerate any of those people. First of all, the thing that I really hate is they're way too happy on Fox and way too sad on CNN. They all sit around with these dour looks on their face like the world's about to cave in. And then on the other side, over at Fox, if the world cave in, they have a good time with that. It's just all put on bullshit. Do people realize that, do you think? That they're not really delivering the news. They're trying to entertain you and get you to watch, either by agreeing with you or giving you some new ideas. I mean, it's, it's so obviously structured and put on. Why do people watch that? Yeah, they might as well just go out in costume with a mustache on. Exactly. And just, yeah, you just put on the... Exactly. Sh- I'd much rather watch Chuck Todd try to do Shakespeare than have him sit and scream at Chuck Grassley all day, whatever that guy's name Chuck was. Chuck on Chuck crimes are not approved <laughs> on this show. Chuck on Chuck crime? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I got to tell you one thing that, he, that Chuck Todd did say. It finally got me to run over and shut it off. He goes, you have to understand something. As a journalist, I'm always seeking the truth. <laughs> 
What a joke that is. As yeah. a non-journalist, I barely look for the truth. Yeah, yeah barely. <laughs> well, either does Chuck, okay? Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit that was. But. Shut up, Chuck. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> up, Chuck. I agree. Listen, I don't it. ever let the truth stand in the way of a good, good story. story. That is my favorite line of all time. I know. Yep. And that's what they do now. Mm-hmm. And it's all of them. They all do that. Yeah. I don't think the local news doesn't pretty much, I think. Is the local news pretty solid, I think? On, on I channel. think so. Yeah. yeah. Those, listen, it's the national news and them goddamn entertainment reporters. Those are the Those two. Those are problematic. The bottom of the barrel, filthiest friggin' reporters you will ever come across. They're who do we know that's an entertainment <laughs> reporter? Because I don't know. Yeah. I oh, don't you know. mean like Kristen Bird? Is that who you talking? People like her? We would never let her on this show. No. As I'm screaming to Rudy, <laughs> Chuck Todd is unhinged. Is he really? <laughs> Oh, yeah, he is super unhinged. He's crazy. Oh, I didn't know And he that. has been for a long time. People do not like him. He's actually leaving Meet the Press and being replaced by Kristen Welkner. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, he says he's going behind the scenes at NBC to do documentaries and, uh-huh. you know, cover 2024 in a different, fresh perspective. But people have been screaming for years for NBC to replace him. He's terrible. And I, I don't know who the guy was he was interviewing, but he was just as bad. The, the politician was screaming at him, too. It's like, would you people settle down for How are we going to get anywhere with reporters like that? Right? I don't know. but And people don't like, you know, he's, he's also not very women-friendly. He, like, gives oh, women really? a harder time than men. Yeah, really? as a reporter. That's why I'm like, he's unhinged. He's not a good touch. But I have a question <laughs> for you. Why would you do that? Because more women watch CNN and more men watch Fox. Is that not right? Well, Chuck Todd, I believe, is NBC, so because he's Meet the Press. Oh, yeah. so he was on Meet the. See, I don't even know. I bounce around with this stuff. I don't even know what the hell channel I'm watching yeah. at the time. Uh, so he's well, Meet yeah, the I Press mean, guy. So he's on an I, MSNBC. I, I, plenty of people watch NBC, so I, I. It was one of those. I mean, it, when he was announced that he was retiring, like Twitter was like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Boy, he was uppity yesterday. But they were both yelling at each other. The, the guy, whoever the hell he was from the government, he was yelling at him, and then Chuck Todd was yelling back at him. But Chuck Todd took this high and mighty position. I always follow the truth. You lying sack of turd. Jesus. It's political theater. That's all it is. It is We've yeah. had a whole year of like community political <laughs> theater happening. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. It's good. Oh, but until the election, this is going to be a thrill, isn't it? It's going to be a long year and a half is what I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, wow. And, you know, Donald Trump, besides running for president, has a lot of legal issues to sort of sort yeah. through. Yep. You know, you've got the DeSantis's like trying to position themselves as like the next Camelot. Um, and so they're going to be doing a lot of cosplay dressing. Yes. Oh, okay. Because, you know, honestly, I don't think it's a bad strategy, to be honest, because you have Joe Biden, who's 80. You have Donald Trump, who's 77. And they're in their 40s. So they're positioning right. themselves as right. like this young, fresh family, like coming into the political scene. And I'm not even talking politics. I'm just talking about the image of it itself. And so they're sort of positioning themselves as the conservative Kennedys. Did the you, new Camelot. Were you listening or did do you know who it was that was talking last night? I'm and again I'm looking for the story. It is gone. I don't know who With Chuck Todd? No, the, the the guy, the doctor who was speaking to his surgeons, so they were gathering of surgeons, and he went on and on and on about how important transgender surgery is. Finished oh. it off by saying it's so important because we make a ton of money doing it. Jeez, that's not. That's not a good idea, it. now, is it? The reason to be doing it is 
is to be helping people with their body dysmorphia and their gender dysmorphia. You would think. All he cared about was the money, though. He loved the money, baby. So, I mean, that's where we are now. We got a bunch of TV reporters and politicians and doctors making tons of money off of this, that, and the other thing. It's like, it's just all about money. You can't even get away from the fact that I don't care what business you're in. It's about money. No question. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there, there's no denying it because everyone's looking to make a buck at every corner. So there you go. I got to tell you, we happened upon something last night. And it's, I mean, unless you were a big Doc Martin fan or Martin Clunes or whatever, we ran across about a 25 or 35 minute closing of the show and they, they filmed the last episode. So they went back over the 18 years that it was on television in England. Have you ever seen the show? Doc Martin, mm-hmm. it is phenomenal. It is one of the best shows ever on television. Martin Clunes plays a doctor who graduates from, from uh, I don't know, I shouldn't say he graduates, maybe he already had a practice, but he, he's a doctor, a surgeon, by the way, who has an aversion to blood. Oh, <laughs> Which no. is rather interesting, because you'd think it. a surgeon probably shouldn't be frightened by blood. But it was, they, they did a kind of a wrap-up thing, about a, about a half an hour thing to wrap up the thing. It was just very, very well done. If you get a chance, it takes, it takes, place in a, uh, it takes part in a place called Port Wen, Ireland. It's actually Port Isaac is the name of the real town. Yeah. Uh, it's gorgeous. Isn't that a gorgeous town? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Wow, long time running series, too. 2004 to 2022. Yep, 18 Dang. years. Man. 18 years. It is phenomenal. You said I, it, you finished the series? Well, over 18 years, yeah. Dang. Have you watched continuously over 18 over years? Over 18 never years. Never missed an episode? Yep. Holy Which, buckets. I nice. mean, it's really, really good. He is incredibly good. His girlfriend, then his wife in it, uh, is tremendous. Everybody in it, every single person in the damn thing is really, really good. Uh, they go th- the ups and downs of living in Port Wen and his being a doctor and there's a, a dog that keeps trying to get into his clinic, and he gets pissed off at this little puppy. It, give it a whirl. But go back and watch it from the beginning. Don't just hop in on any episode. It's, the dog's still alive after 18 years? I don't think it was the same dog, necessarily. <laughs> but Great question, I'm though. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things that made Catherine and me very, very happy. You will laugh. There's no question. They're very touching moments, and it takes on everything. Every disease. So there are, there are some very sad moments in it, but mostly it's very funny and makes you feel much better knowing that there are people out there that, that are like that. It's wonderful, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, these are fake characters, but hopefully portraying parts of human behavior that we enjoy. So give it a whirl if you get a chance, but that wrap up, you'll have to watch that 18 years from now. So what what network is it on? People can watch it. I don't even know what it's. It's a British show, ITV maybe. Yeah, right now you can watch it for free on Pluto TV. Pluto, there you go. Pluto, there you go. There you have it. Yeah, if you, I would, I would say at least give it a couple of episodes because a lot of times, and, and Kristen, you pointed this out. First episodes, a lot of times, are not very good because they're setting everything up. But that show, I, I think you'll like every character, every part of it. There are father and son battles. There are husband and wife battles. It's. But there are very touching and very sweet moments, too. So give it a whirl and get back to me. All right. By this time next year, you have to have each watched one episode. All right. 
I can That's commit. our hallmark. I can commit to that. June 20th, 2024, I need the report. I'll write it on my planner. <laughs> I love that we have a year. I know. I'm going to set an alarm for June 19th, 2024. <laughs> Watch two episodes and that'll be it. I'll be like, I got it. I find, I watched it. I did my homework assignment. A lot of great stuff out there to watch, though. There's a lot of, well, Martin Clunes. The reason we watched it is because it, it popped up because we finished watching uh, Manhunt, which stars Martin Clunes uh, as well. It's a two-year, I think there are like 12 total episodes, something like that. The man's just a great actor. He's, he's fantastic. Um, you know how you run across those, and maybe it's a personal choice, I suppose. I just really like the way he presents himself and the things he does. Is that always a personal choice, you think? Oh, definitely. Because there's yeah. certain actors I can't stand to watch. And right. then there are other actors, right. no matter what they do, I will go mm -hmm. and I will watch the series and give it a try. Like That's why I keep on going. Everyone, Jeremy Allen White in The Bear, you've got to go watch it. I made my husband start season one last night. The so Bear. So start watching season two with me on Thursday. So. You're at season two already? Season two starts mm -hmm. Thursday. God, that thing just seemed like it just came on the television about three weeks ago. It was about a year ago. Was it really? Jesus. Yeah. That flew. Yeah. That flew by. I know. It's amazing. Sometimes you think it's going to be the longest year, and you're like, I can't even remember what I last watched, and you have to go yeah. back and watch yeah. the last episode of the season that, that played before, because you're like, what is the storyline? That's sometimes the, the downside of all of the streaming networks, because we wait a long time for that next series to come. Well, you know, one thing I really, really love about streaming, obviously, is the fact that I watch British. Catherine and I watch British shows. We watch Irish shows. We watch Canadian shows, American shows. You have everything right there in your hand. It is so wonderful to have all that entertainment just right there for you to watch. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and a lot of the streaming networks, I just saw like the Nielsen ratings, like Roku finally made it into the Nielsen ratings, which means oh, okay. more and more people are starting mm -hmm. to watch Roku, Pluto, Tubi. Tubi seems to be like the number one out of those three. And uh, it, it's incredible just to watch because we are seeing broadcasts, you know, go down. And I think it's by 2027, only 37% of the households will have cable TV. Really? That's it? They will have cut the cord that much. Yeah, we don't have it anymore. We don't have it. I haven't had it for over a decade. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um... Yeah, I, I just, it's its so nice to be able to sit down. Do you think it's rather unusual, maybe you guys could an, all answer this, do you think it's unusual that Catherine and I tend to like, I mean, we have our own shows on the side too, don't get me wrong, but I would say 95% of the shows Catherine and I watch together because we like the same types of entertainment. Is that unusual? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think I so. Think I think so, that's, because yeah. me and Justin have to f like usually figure out our shows. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times we'll watch an episode, something he's like, you can go ahead and go on without me on that mm -hmm. one. That happens, yeah. Yeah, so I think yep. it's, yeah. him and I have to figure out, we have to like do that, you know, uh, Venn diagram of what do we both want to watch. Well, he didn't mean it that way. He just didn't want to spend time with you. That's, That's what he was talking Had nothing to do with the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so my husband will want to watch like The Mandalorian and a right. lot of the Marvel stuff yeah, that I don't do want it. to watch. Can't do it. But he'll watch a lot of my stuff. I got him into Vanderpump Rules when the whole scandal <laughs> all happened. Cause, and then because he would be like, I don't like this, and he'd be like side eyeing it I, as he's walking so, out of the room. And, he'd be like, yeah. and then he'd be like, Is that Rachel Raquel? Is that? <laughs> so now he, I mean, he got fully into it. So he can be swayed. I can't be swayed. Um, when I want to convince Justin to watch something, I'll be like. Let's go for a run because he's like 
kind of getting into running and I've been into running for a long time and that means I have to talk the whole time. So I wanted him oh, to learn dude. about Scandaval. So I made him go on like a three mile run with me and I just told him everything. Oh God. And he was super into it. I may have started with like, I just got to tell you about this, this couple and I may not have told him it was a TV show at first. So he was super interested. And then I conveyed like mile three. I was like, it's actually a show. Do you want to watch it? And he was like, fine. I think every husband got sucked up into that because they ended the season as the number one cable show of 2023 with over 11 million viewers. Really? That is a top cable show. And we're talking scripted and reality because that became such a pop culture moment, which is unbelievable for them. They were averaging last season under a million people. Is she out of Sedona now? Is she walking the streets? As far as I know, she has not been spotted and she's still in the mental health facility. The rumors are that the cameras have gone up because they filmed James had a See You Next Tuesday DJ event last week. Well, that's nice. And Sir. And um, it's literally See You Next Tuesday, not the other See You Next Tuesday. Yeah, but they used it for a reason. Yeah. Used it for, yeah, a titillating reason, of course. Good God. Um, so Grow up. She has not been spotted around any of the cameras. I think she's, this is my guess. This is my prediction. You know, I love to make these predictions. I think that she's going to get out sometime mid-season and make a dramatic mid-season appearance on the show. I'd love that. No, this is Vanderpump Rules, you said is the yeah. name of it? Vanderpump Rules, yeah. All right. That's been on for a while, though, hasn't it? I think they, they just finished the tenth season. Tenth although, season. Okay. if you look at season eight and nine, barely anybody was watching. Oh. And then, because of this real life scandal, everybody started either tuning back in or starting from the beginning and watching the show. Like my husband got involved. Your husband, but you know, it's like they by design. They were like, "What is this thing that you can't stop talking about?" Everybody started watching, and they ended. I mean. At 11 million viewers, when last season they averaged 900,000 viewers, it's astonishing. That is amazing. Any broadcast show would kill for 11 and a half million v- viewers. So who figured that out? Does it? Is there any indication how? Who, they said, "Hey, if we take it here, we're going to blow up." Does anybody get the credit for that? Uh, um, the credit goes to Ariana, who oh, who okay. discovered her boyfriend's phone after it fell out while he was at a concert. And then TMZ broke the story, and then they brought the cameras back up. Like, the Bravo producers were smart for kind of bringing it, uh, because they were done filming for the season. So they did some additional filming, kind of captured the entire controversy, and people became riveted by this. It looks like it. we got to take a break here. Be right back, though. Because a little, not a, you know, little, it's not really tied in other than the phone part. Uh, when we get back after this break, I want to talk about concert goer who allegedly threw a phone at BB Rexa. Did you see this? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh right God. in the that face. Horrible. Ow. That looks terrible. We'll talk about that right after this, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for uh, for me. Of course, cru- crucial my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream bed sheets. You receive a set for as low as $29.98. 
Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. We're so grateful for uh, their support and, and just the fact that they truly believe in what we do. They, they took the time to get to know us. Uh, they have faith in what we do, and it's just been a great partnership that's just uh, always been based on success. They've always had our back every step of the way. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. There's a guy named Tom Cross who likes to do kite things. Tom takes the phrase, go fly a kite to an extreme, and for years goes all over the country in search of great kite flying events. Lincoln City, Oregon comes to mind with Chinook winds and seven miles of pristine beach that draws folks from all over North America for the best kite-flying conditions in the world. Tom brings a little Minnesota with him when he goes to Lincoln City in his new 2109S Rockwood Mini Light Travel Trailer. The new lightweights from Rockwood are very popular. Tom hauls his trailer from Niemeyer Trailer Sales in Albertville and Elko New Market, Minnesota. Niemeyer Trailer Sales is the only place Tom would prepare his next kite flight. Solar panels, exterior griddle, air conditioning are just a few of the standard features in his Rockwood by Forest River from the place that is your ultimate RV headquarters since 1965. This is Tom Bernard. Visit my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales and take your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Go to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Britt, Britt, just showed me a picture of the baby, Bobo. Live go, sleeping. Go sleeping. Yeah. Uh, she got... Uh, Brit Brit had to get up last night about one o'clock in the morning because <laughs> Gogo wasn't about sleeping. But you know what? At least she's sleeping now. That little monster. She parties with me at one thirty a.m. But she's just passed out in her crib right now. So jerk. I get here this morning, Kristen, and I look over at Brittany and went, "Oh no!" Because she got that I got no sleep look on her face. I can't tell you the disaster that happened at that, one there. You are God. such a liar. It's true. She's like, eh, I heard this? you grumbling. I listened to the top of the show. Yeah, baby. No, I'm saying he came. And right she there. said that she was not grumpy. I thank you. You heard well, him you grumbling. He comes in and he's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. You know, da, da, no, 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 and then no, I'm no, quietly no, reading. No, no, this is no. always the problem. Whenever I'm quietly reading, he's like, What's your problem? No, no. Here, okay, you, Chris, and you She's be me. She's not allowed to prep for the show quietly? Yeah. No. You Have can't. you ever heard her prep for the show? Don't kid yourself. 
Okay, I'll be, I'll, I will be her and you'll be me. This is how she looks. Right, so we're going to show today. What are you going to do on the show today, Tom? That was a conversation. I don't think so. This is the so. problem. If I wear, I feel like when <laughs> I, I wear makeup. <laughs> oh, it's the makeup. <laughs> I look so good. And you guys are like, oh, oh she's so hot. Oh, and that's I, what it is. Okay. And then a day like today where I stroll in, sweatshirt mode, they're like, oh, she's so tired. Aren't oh. you wearing any makeup today? with no. makeup. Like, you look so good. Look, and you're like, you don't girl. have to wear makeup every day. No. I have a question for you, though. It's an important question because she looks like she's wearing makeup now and she's not. So why would you wear makeup? I, I she's a natural beauty. Because I could, I could oh, next level this, this face. Oh, oh, the things God, I could do here with this we face. Go. <clears throat> yeah. What the next level? Your smart ass. How about that? <laughs> Take that to a new <laughs> frontier. My smart ass. Your smart ass comments. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Probably true. That didn't get the hell away from me. Those are the two <laughs> things that I really enjoyed. <laughs> In any case, what the hell was this BB Rex that they hit her yeah. right in the face? Ow. Right in the face. And the dummy threw his cell phone, so they figured out who it was. Oh, I thought it was a woman. No, no it was a guy. guy. Oh, it was a guy that did it. it oh, okay. And he was arrested. Good. For assault. Glad yep. to hear. So did he give a reason why he did it? What I saw was on it, and maybe this was early on, is he thought it would be funny. To hit and somebody he was in the face. And bragging about it from like, it, I, according to the crowd that was around him. Yeah. That he hit her in the face. Yeah. I mean, he literally just missed taking her eye out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had three stitches. She has a black eye. And mm -hmm. I, this is not an uncommon situation at oh, concerts. God. They are being pelted with objects constantly. And I don't know if this is like weird human behavior post pandemic but it seems to be happening more and more and you will see a lot of artists talk about this they're like why am i being pelted with objects uh, coming from the audience i think we should get back to the old days where there were roaming tough guys who just beat the piss out of people who did things like that let's get back to fighting <laughs> right quote his name is nicholas <laughs> malvagna and he said I was trying to see if I could hit her with the phone at the end of the show because it would be funny. How is that funny? Why would you admit that? Yeah, yeah right? why would you admit that? That's exactly. what I said, too. I was like, is this quote real? If anything, just be like, I, my phone dropped out of my pocket and Ugh. some crazy lady behind me chucked my phone at her. I was cheering yep. so hard yep. yeah. into the music. Flew out of my yeah, Your lawyer is going to be like, shut up. Yes. <laughs> shut up. I just don't understand why you would want to do something like that. I, it, you know, the, I, look, I got the same phone that he threw at her, this Apple phone. Yeah. Do you know how hard the edges are sure. this damn I phone? I don't want to throw my $1,200 phone. Yeah. I don't know Wait. about you. We'll see if it is. <laughs> <laughs> just peg Brittany with my How many phone. days would I get off? <laughs> if I promise not to see you, how many days did you say you think that you'd let me be like just If I hit you in up? the face yeah. with a phone? Yeah. <laughs> Well, rest of the to, week, you'd have to be out the show as long as I'm still in jail yeah. for doing yeah. it. But, you know, I'm in charge. Yeah. I bet you heal like Wolverine. It just, just you get you get a laceration, right you seal right up. Yep. Yeah, probably true. Probably true. It looks like she had a plastic surgeon stitch up her stitches because they were tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. Yeah. So yeah. It'll be okay. I, I had a big gash through my eyebrow and I had a plastic oh, surgeon stitch God. it up and you're good.
Yeah, she's did, got a black eye, man. Did she almost fall down after it hit her? It looked like she stumbled backwards. I know, I would. Oh, absolutely. I think the fourth, because yeah. she wasn't expecting it, yeah. you know? sure. Yep. And it probably blindsided her. Are we going to have to put them all behind cages now? Chicken wire, Blues chicken Brothers wire, style? Yeah. yeah. Yep, we're going to have to, probably. Yeah, when you're all behind chicken wire watching your favorite concert, like... But, Explain to me how your brain gets to a point where you think that's funny. Yeah. What? Yeah. One of you're my... not mentally well. Let's just put it no, that way. No, no. One of my good friends, Adam Ray, uh, who played Wolverine at Universal Studios, he, there's video of this online. He is at a show, and he tells the story about playing Wolverine at Universal Studios, and then 10 minutes later, this drunk lady starts screaming at him. But whatever, you know, oh, you can't joke about Joe Biden or whatever. Oh, and he's yeah. like, he's like, lady, calm down. Just relax. He's on stage and out of the corner of his eye, he sees a beer bottle oh, no. God. coming oh, no. at his face. Ooh. And with his left hand, he goes up and he reaches up and he grabs, he catches <gasps> the beer bottle. Ooh, I like it. And he slams it on the table and went, I told you, bitch, don't F with Wolverine. Place went bananas. <laughs> it's like one of the best videos you will ever see. Oh, it's you so have good. to send yeah. that to yeah. us. I'll, I'll look it up and send it. Oh, it's it's breathtaking when you watch it. People are so insane. I was at, this is back at my promotional KQ days, and we were at an event with um, Nordy, the mascot for the wild. It was like a phone, we were at a phone store, and Nordy was there, and we were there. And this drunk guy was like teasing around with Nordy, and I was like, why are you drunk in the middle of the day at this phone place? But I digress. He punched Nordy in the face. What? Yeah. And he had to leave. It was, and then we they they kept re, the phone people were like we could we have it on security. We kept replaying it. This guy full on punched Nordy in the face like oh. there wasn't a human. Spoiler alert, kids in that costume. Like what is going on? Why did people he punch lost him their in the minds? Face? Why did he punch him in the face? Because I think they were like you know joking around like he maybe bumped into him or whatever. They're like playing some sort you know how. Uh, people in mascots always kind of like, arr, arr, you know, yeah, like silly yeah, uh, yeah. miming things. And this guy was like, boom, punches him in the face. He has to go home. Jesus. I know. What, why do you think, okay, how many times a day do you have to hear that somebody's been shot and killed somewhere in America? I mean, by the twos, threes, tens, whatever it is. It's several times a day now. Don't you think it's time for our leadership, and I'm talking about on all sides, to step up and say, this needs to stop right now and stop pissing all over law enforcement. Look, there are bad cops like everything else. There's no doubt about it. But you're pissing all over. What you're doing is driving more violence by doing what you're doing. Why would you want to do that? Never been around a criminal? Most criminals are incredibly stupid. First of all, you've got to understand that. These people that commit these serious crimes, most of them are unbelievably dumb. And all you got to do is give them a suggestion and they'll follow right through on it. You've been around, ever been around a, uh, like a big-time criminal? They oh, all think funny. they're really smart and they're dumber than a son of a bitch. It's unbelievable. So uh, what are we going to do about this? How many people were killed yesterday? I don't even know, but I bet you it was at least around 12, 10 to 12. It's every day now. This guy in this city, that guy in that city, they got shot. These people got shot. How much longer are we going to put up with this? Right? 
Yeah, speaking of dumb criminals, I just watched the Tanya Harding movie the other day with Margot Robbie. I'm oh spacing on the Oh, my God. And, that's a good movie. And those two dumb dumbs, after they hit Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan in the knee, and then yeah. the guy tried to headbutt his way through the window because the door was locked. Man, that is a, that's a special kind of special. Yeah. Am I right it, about the stupidity? It's really fun to watch, uh, too. I mean, I, Tanya, had the, you know, the Hollywood version of I, it. Tanya, but when yeah. that movie came out, a lot of the documentaries that had come out in the 90s resurfaced. And watching that back, I was like, what a time that was. And how, Because that was playing out in real time, moving toward the Olympics. And it was, nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew how to handle it. Nobody knew if Tanya should be in or out of the Olympics. Um, and it was, it was really the start of tabloid journalism yeah. in terms of taking like broadcast news and taking a, a sports story that was sort of an entertainment story and like it all mashing up in it at once. It was crazy. That and the OJ story, I swear, were the ones that just sort of like mm-hmm. <laughs> changed the face of news forever. God, how was OJ still alive for Christ? Isn't he like in his mid 80s or some crap? I don't think he's that old. Oh, he's not? 70s? I think he's in his 70s. <clears throat> oh. I mean, he looks okay. Like, he looks healthy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's nuts. And he is a force on Twitter. Oh, is he? People I love hate to say him it, on he Twitter. funny. Yeah. He murdered people. Yeah. yeah but, you know. How? Explain this to me. He's a murderer. Why would you follow him? I know, but him? so did Ray Lewis, and they still let him tackle quarterbacks you know, for the again, next seven years. Once you know? again, should have been electrocuted. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, what is wrong? I want to follow somebody who's a murderer. I don't follow him, but he Ish. gets retweeted a lot. Oh, and I know. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Occasionally, yeah. he, will, he will have some funny quips, and I'm like, but that was what OJ was all about. People loved him. He was congenial. He was they funny. They did, yeah, back in the day. Um, he got along with every. I, I mean this in a, like, a general sense, not the murderer part, but I was like, he got along with everybody, so people were like, yeah, OJ's great. So then when he did murder his wife and Ron Goldman, people were like, nah, it's not him. Of course it's him. Yeah. The, the DNA proves it was him. Well, plus the fact, unless you're somehow involved, you're not going to cut their head off. That's a little far to go if you're just well, killing them. I, I hope that his family donates his brain when he passes away for CTE research. Because mm-hmm. I promise you he has CTE oh, yeah. oh, from sure. his years in football. The domestic violence history. There was drug abuse in his um, history as well. You know, it's just, it's one of those things. I'm like, a lot of it is associated with CTE and concussions. Years ago, and I mean years ago, he did an interview. This is before all that happened. Um, you know, people were talking about this. He was a huge star. There's no question. He's one of the greatest running backs of all time. Uh, I matter of fact, I know a guy who was a bouncer at a, uh, at a restaurant, or excuse me, a bar in Buffalo, New York, said, and this guy's a huge guy, right? He said, OJ's one of the nicest people he's ever met. He's just a great guy. You know, so it, it depends on apparently what time of the day it is, mm-hmm. I guess. But. Well, behind closed doors, he was something else. So yeah, yeah. Th- that's it. And I think it's one of those th- situations I'm like, two things can be true at the same time. And you just experience one of those two things. Sure. You were lucky enough yep. not to see the dark side of OJ Simpson, which unfortunately Nicole Brown Simpson saw. Far too often. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't believe her because guess what? She's married to OJ and the cops are like, mm. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, cops, don't worry. It's just a little marital spat. No worries. Right. Have you ever heard the audio of, I don't remember who it was that called uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's dad to tell her that oh, she was dead? God, no. There's oh. the audio of it. And while he's on the phone, 
her sister walks in and he tells her, and the first thing she says is, I knew he was going to kill her. I told oh, you guys he really? was good. She had no idea Ooh. what had happened. All she, all, the, all, Dad said was, Nicole is dead. And the first words out of her mouth were, OJ did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> we just read the article yesterday about how you tell your sister everything. I mean, like, women tell their sister and their friends everything. Mm-hmm. And all, everyone close to Nicole was like, yeah, there's... We all knew that that was going to happen yeah. because of what yeah, that was they Denise knew. Brown. Denise yeah, Brown for years, no, Denise Brown, yeah. and people still wouldn't believe her. It didn't matter what the evidence was or anything else like that. The Goldmans have been on OJ's case. They try mm-hmm. and get every last dollar out of him, and mm-hmm. they deserve it after mm-hmm. that civil case. I mean, I think they got thirty million, and they've seen pennies. Isn't that just so sad? This guy had. He had it made. He had everything. I mean, he was a horseshit actor, but he kept getting acting parts all the mm-hmm. time because he was OJ. Yeah. Lived in a beautiful Brentwood, uh, part of Brentwood in, in uh, California. He had beautiful wife, great kit. This is one of those guys, again, too stupid to understand how well he was doing. Sure. Isn't that sad? Yeah. It, it's such a sad tale. I still think about it. And if you... Ever listen to Kimberly Goldman, which is Ron Goldman's sister, the grief that that family yeah. still goes through. Like they just, and I, it's just, it's one of those things. They just wear it. They've lived it every single day. And to see him out there, I mean, here we are joking about, oh, he's funny on Twitter, but that's offensive to them. And completely, I understand sure, that too. But they're sure. like, why is he out here? Like just tweeting when we lost our brother, we lost all that time with him. We lost, you know. We never saw his kids or who he was going to marry or anything like that. They they think about that every single day. They do. And again, I, I understand completely because we will not face the fact that there are so many millions of people who are incredibly stupid. And they do things that you just can't even believe. Like O.J., you think anybody who thought things through would ever have done something like that? No. Had to be- beat the piss out of his wife on a weekly basis? Yeah. The guy's an imbecile. I mean, it's just good. He was a good football player. Oh, boy, he can run with a football. Good for you. But let's think about this. The NFL probably has a hand in all of this, too. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And and, and he's not the only football player with the domestic violence issues. I, I just think that all of that is interconnected. The concussions, the CTE. Sometimes the NFL just brushes some of these stories aside. They've tried to get better over the years, but they haven't always. Well, you know, it's also people that have been rewarded. I mean, it, it attracts a certain person, right? Like rewarded yeah. for masculinity. And like that's I, we deal with the same thing in the military as, um, Ooh, I bet. Yeah. you know, there's these guys that will be like, well, you know, just praise that they can go in there, compartmentalize and, and do the things they need to do. And then so, of course, those numbers are going to coincide that domestic assault with an aggressive field. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I grew up raised by my mother and my sisters. I had two older sisters, and my dad was gone, so my sisters raised me. I would never think of laying a hand on a woman. But then again, I married Catherine. So not only would I have to get past Catherine killing me, but she's got three brothers who are between, oh, I'd say 6'3 and 6'6. So I think if I ever even thought of, you know, pushing her down, I might get my ass kicked. I'm just here to tell you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime, on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.